4: It's the Roundball Rock Podcast! Starring Dave Schilling, Corliss Williamson, Michael Carter Williams, Sean Respert, Ursan Ilyasova, Joey Devine, Sydney Moncrief! Miles Plumley Marshall Plumley <laughs> That other Plumley Mason Plumley Freemason Plumley Knights Templar Plumley Sean Keane Terrell Brandon Joe Alexander <laughs> Charlie Villanueva, 50-point <laughs> scorer, 55-point scorer, Brandon Jennings, <laughs> Luke Rittenhour, <laughs> musical guest, The Violent Femmes, and now the host of Brown Ball
3: Rock, Dave Chilling. Oh, hello! Welcome to yet another edition of the Round Ball Rock Podcast. I am Dave Schilling. As always, I'm joined by Joey Devine. Hey, Dave! And Sean Keen. Hey, Dave. Real Milwaukee
0: Bucks-heavy uh, Don Pardo intro today, huh? Well, Look, it's, yeah.
2: uh, it's the gateway to Sheboygan.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta really quickly shout out our email and our Twitter... Um, because we've talked about how no, we're not getting enough uh, engagement from our fans, right? Mm-hmm. As Jay Z want-
2: says in his amazing verse in Kanye West's "Monster,"
4: love, I don't get enough. Right? That kind of sounded, that like, that sounded Bard- like Don. Pardo. I got all Don Vardo. <laughs> I didn't know- Frankenstein. I didn't Wolfman. Know-
3: <laughs> different monsters. I- I didn't know you could do a Don Pardo impression, Sean. Oh, I mean, that's, a, sound, that's a
2: soundboard that I have. <laughs> oh, okay. He's a friend of our family, and he would leave answering machine messages for us.
3: <laughs> so we are at Round Pod on Twitter. Tweet at us. Please tweet at us, and email us uh, roundballrockpod at gmail.com. Email us. We do not have our own domain. It is at gmail.com. Um, it's f- totally free. You guys should try it. It's great. I have a couple have invites.
2: G- I have a couple invites left for people. So if you want to, <laughs> okay, yeah. you want to get a Gmail account while or, it's still in beta, or lo lo co. I also have some. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I have
0: some of those invites too.
3: Yeah. I still have my MySpace. It's active. Um, I'm constantly posting new songs. Oh, are you a band? <laughs> new, yeah. I got I got n- these new beats I've been working on. Um, I'm really excited to share with the world. Uh, I'll be in Ibiza next week. Uh, <laughs> But really, though, guys, the Sixers, the Philadelphia 76ers basketball team, kind of pathetic, right?
0: Kind of. A little pathetic. This is going to be a Sixers-heavy episode for some reason. I think it usually – because we always (laughs) talk about this. There's just
3: something fascinating about this team because they have been historically so mismanaged or Mm -hmm. well-managed, depending on your perspective. Uh, No miss. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. So so last week, the – The Sixers had a home game that was scheduled against the Sacramento Kings, and it did not occur. What? I know. You probably aren't watching Sixers-Kings. But what about the fans? The fans, unfortunately, had to not watch the Sixers play terribly against the Sacramento Kings because there was condensation on the court from a Flyers game.
0: Oh, the Broad Street Bullies bullied the basketball team <laughs> out of
2: their own arena.
3: That's <laughs> the only nickname for a hockey team that I'm aware of. The Broad Street Bullies? Yeah, that's the, a good the, one Do the
2: I LA think. Kings have a nickname?
3: No. No, we don't have time
0: for
2: that. The LA Live Ice Freaks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean, what about LA Live?
2: Well, it is the premium entertainment destination in downtown Los Angeles, if not the entire West Coast. Yeah. If Grammy not, Museum. The entire nation. Regal Theaters.
3: There's a Rockin' Fish. Rockin' Fish. I always mm-hmm. like to Smashburger. There's a Smashburger. There's a Smashburger. You know,
2: it gets a lot of the flavor from the smashing.
3: Yeah, you have to... They smush it. Uh, there's also...
2: You weird. ever been to a smush Burger? <laughs> smush Parker? Yeah, yeah. Smush Parker. Sorry, did you say <laughs> Smush Parker? He had smush Burger for a little while in the in the mid-2000s. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it was tough. It was not very good. <laughs> <laughs> but you had to go to the Flakers with every day.
3: <laughs> what a surprise. Um... So they did not play the game, and uh, I believe Demarcus Cousins was trying to wipe up the condensation with. His yeah,
2: he TV? had a mop. Embiid <laughs> was meeting every fan in the stands. He He's He's the was. He was shaking hands and giving autographs Is until they canceled the game. Did not oh, I yeah. I see this? <laughs> he was well. So Embiid was like walking around. He was signing autographs. He was high-fiving fans and making friends with everybody, and he was also taking a lot of imaginary jump shots. Because I guess it was too slippery for a real ball to be out there. Sure. So he was just going through the motions and playing ghost basketball.
0: God, he's the best. Yeah, and then after great.
2: the game, you know what he tweeted? What? I guess the floor was tanking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, but
3: I don't know why we're trying to do a comedy basketball podcast because he's much funnier than all of He's the, the greatest.
2: Guys. It's... And it's like his English is like his third language, his fourth language or something. He
3: speaks very eloquently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like it was his first language. It's very fluid.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, isn't that the logical ending of a Sixers-Kings game, though?
3: That it doesn't happen?
2: That it's delayed because of a hockey game. Like, like that's how <laughs> relevant they are to the NBA picture. I'm just
3: surprised this doesn't happen all the time. This happened in a preseason game for the Lakers, I, I I think it was this preseason, in San Diego, at the San Diego Sports Arena. Who's going are playing h- hockey in San Diego? The Gulls, the San Diego Gulls. It's a minor league game. You're league. making that I've up. I've actually been to a San Diego Gulls hockey game before at the sports arena.
2: Are they in the same league as um, Bakersfield?
3: The Bakersfield, what I are they? I believe
2: they're, like? they're the Condors.
3: Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't watch a lot of minor league hockey.
0: Yeah. I mean, you watch saw, more than I do. I
3: saw them play the Ontario Reign, which <laughs> is the, uh, the 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 king's affiliate. But that's neither here nor there. I just am surprised. Oh, wait. Are
2: they the Ontario Reign, R-E-I-G-N? Yeah, of course.
3: <laughs> what do you think is actual reign? which guess is the, the queen on- is
2: on the money in Canada, so that makes sense. No,
3: Ontario in... In Southern California. Oh, they're that
2: Ontario. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, they're like
3: the Kings minor league. Oh, man. We, right? This is a tangent. I forgot well, there was... you got to get off. Yeah, of... this is an unacceptable tangent. <laughs> even I'm like, we shouldn't be talking about minor league hockey. Uh-huh. Isaiah Austin. Yeah. One of the most inspiring stories of the of the draft.
2: Uh, legally blind in one eye, right? Marfan. Mm-hmm. He has Marfan syndrome. So Marfan syndrome is uh, kind of a rare genetic disease. I believe they caught it in his draft workouts. Yeah. Uh, which way to go college basketball. Yeah, great. Allowing yeah, Allowing him to play. Yeah. yeah do did, did they not have health care at that school?
3: Where, where do you go to have school? to go
0: through a physical to. He went to like a no, great Illinois or something, like a big university. Was I, he
3: on scholarship? I'm sure you would think that because they were investing so much money (laughs) in him, they would be like, let's make sure that he is medically fit to play basketball.
2: Let's send him for a physical. Just kidding, we're sending him to a car dealership to get a free loaner card.
3: <laughs> the physical <laughs> consisted of turning your head and coughing, and then he got the keys to his new
2: Bentley. Uh guys, the reason I'm gonna say that maybe the crack medical staff at Baylor University. Oh, Baylor, Baylor. God. That's what it is. Like he's lucky he didn't get like a hospital infection just by going to the doctor. Oh. Like, like, doesn't it seem like everything at Baylor has MRSA on it?
0: Don't you think, though, they actually probably did know and then covered it up?
3: Well, yes, R- well, there's well, historical <laughs> precedent for that happening. Um, and
2: normally, I think normally at Baylor, they're more concerned about players dying at the hands of other Baylor it's players true, yeah. rather than <laughs> this diseases. Is, this
3: is why we don't host a college sports <laughs> podcast, because it, all of it's wrong. But let's talk about how inspiring this Isaiah Austin yes. story. So Isaiah Austin, for those of
0: you that don't know, uh, he was a guy. Turned out he was sick, but the NBA ceremonially, cere- uh, ceremonial, ceremoniously,
3: ceremon wait, ceremonially, they yeah, drafted him.
0: him two years ago because it turned out he couldn't play basketball ever again, except Dave.
3: He's been medically cleared to play basketball. Hell yeah. By Chris
2: Bosch's dog. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's also the uh, head of, of, of health and safety for the NFL. So I mean it's oh, yeah, that's definitely a good track record. He's not. That that you guys know that's not Um, so I believe Sean you had a concern.
2: So here's the thing. He's coming back to the league. But he's been drafted by the NBA. By the NBA. Adam Solder announced that the NBA had drafted Isaiah Austin, which means they're going to be able to trade him. Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> or at the
3: very least, they get compensation if he signs for another for a team. Right, and so Joey, you're
2: saying that he's basically been Adam Silver's intern this yeah. whole time, right? I, he think, get I think drafted the office. I
0: think Adam Silver is bummed out. The Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, is bummed that now he has to draft a new intern at this upcoming draft yeah that'll <laughs> be it'll
2: be amazing that they'll they'll have to basically do like an nba draft in the middle of the second be like ah uh, this is a team manager from northeastern uh, uh
3: that it's i don't want to go into the implications of of uh 30 white men owning one black player. yeah yeah that's, that's a point, fair point uh, what would,
2: but what would you tr- what would you trade the league? Say you're the Brooklyn Nets, you want to take a flyer on. No Isaiah assets Austin. to trade. Sorry, they don't even have assets to trade to the league.
3: Right. You
0: know what the Heat should try and trade for him. So and they should trade Chris Bosh oh,
2: oh, to the NBA. <laughs> yeah, and he <laughs> becomes <Bosch> the deputy <laughs> <laughs> commissioner. <Yeah. laughs>
3: I'm not uh, against that. That's at this all. is kind of a great idea. Yeah. I, <laughs> Mike. Okay. So so.
2: But they have to make the salaries match, so the Heat are going to have to play like a 47-year-old lawyer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my point guard?
2: I mean, he's he's just filling out a roster spot, but yeah, you have to make the salaries match. So Okay,
3: okay fair enough. Uh, I don't think he signed any sort of documents when he was drafted <laughs> by the NBA. So my question is, is... Is it when you dap Adam Silver or you g- receive dap from Adam Silver that you are engaging in a legally binding uh, contract? Yes. Yeah, it is a handshake deal. Okay. They have a handshake. Yeah. so They cool.
2: have a very elaborate handshake right. deal, and Adam Silver has an individual one for every player in the NBA. Yeah. That's how you become
3: the commissioner. Has there ever been a sports – last <laughs> thing we'll talk about this. I'm <laughs> sorry. Has there ever been a sports commissioner cooler than Adam Silver? That has done a better job in the first
0: Pat life. Croce in Slam Ball.
3: <laughs> okay. a <fair>. pretty good
2: <laughs> Not <point>. um, <I,
3: laughs> Jim, <laughs> Jim Croce? Are they related? Yeah, no, 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 no. They're, they're father and son. Up. We brought that up I last forgot, week. I forgot, they're, f- they're father <laughs> and, well, and son. Well, last week, guys. Spoil, or, uh, I'm sorry to say that last week's episode was recorded uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. That's crazy. We banked
2: one. Yeah. The Illuminati we just wanted to make we sure that we had our legal team yeah. in place. Because <laughs> we said a lot of disturbing.
3: <laughs> it was a lot of truth. There was a truth. lot of truth in that. Yeah, there
2: was, we, we if you see a truth bomb, say something. You know what I mean?
3: <laughs> Speaking of truth, guys, Giannis Antetokounmpo is the truth and is playing like it right now. Yeah. Is there On anybody our television in, right well, now. I wasn't going <laughs> to allude to that. But is there anybody... <laughs> short of Russell Westbrook having a better season than Giannis. Is he in the top 5 best players in the league? No. He's not in the top 5
0: best players in the league. He's been fucking awesome. He's is he the best 21-year-old player in yes. the league? Yes. But I I would I think you could probably argue that maybe even like a guy like Jimmy Butler is having as good of a season. Sure. You know, it's the same kind of leap except Jimmy Butler went from star to st- like Super superstar, and mm-hmm. Giannis has gone from, like, prospect
2: to star. I definitely think you'll see Giannis on one of those NBA store commercials, too. Yes. That if you get League Pass, you you very often see Jimmy Butler selling Sock That's uh, uh, no, Damian Lillard.
3: Oh, no. What does Damian Lillard sell? The little doll? A the doll. doll that that microphone Lillard. not
2: included.
0: Yeah, right, right, right. because
3: uh, <laughs> oh, he raps. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that, yeah, Giannis probably will be an all-star this year. If Giannis – oh,
0: he's for sure going to be an all-star um, this year. If he can get a three-point shot, he can be an MVP now, though, I think. And not even, like, an average. It just has to be average.
2: Well, he's he's so big, too, yep. that they they have been playing him at center and also playing him at point guard.
3: He can play every position, really, if he wants yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, do you think that the Bucks? are the du jour hipster team of the NBA. Because every season there's one team that everybody just creams their jeans over and expectations are very high for them. And then whether or not they actually fall on that expectation, uh, it remains to be seen. But is it, is it the Bucks this year? Or is it the Lakers? Or is it Minnesota still? Who do you think is that? It's not Minnesota. It's not
2: they fast. jumped off that bandwagon right. fast. Is
3: it Detroit?
2: See Minnesota feels like a team that is like a hot it, hipster indie rock band, and then ends up on the cover of Rolling Stone before their second album yeah. comes out, and uh, turns out they didn't really write that many songs. Yeah, they're clap your
3: hands and say yeah. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> wow, another truth bomb. <laughs> I'm not gonna quibble with that. The though.
2: Minnesota Timberwolf Wolf parade,
3: <laughs> one and done. Let's save the uh, basketball indie band hybrids for a second. Well, that that that's a whole it's episode. too rich. So, it's too it's rich. rich. There's too much meat on that bone.
2: But uh, yeah, Giannis, Giannis seems like a guy who can play with anybody too. Yeah, his skill set seems like yeah he's complementary. Well, they, he needs the ball. Well, they need a little more outside shooting yeah. too, but they they do have Chris Middleton coming back.
0: I don't think he's coming back until next season though. Do you think they're going to shut him He's down? out for the whole year. I think
3: he's out for the year. Wow. I mean, well, I don't make sure, but
2: he did tear his hamstring off the bone, but I don't I don't know how <laughs> well, long. Off it,
3: the bone in the phrase of, of of the week. Yeah. I said, this is number 2 just in this segment. That's crazy.
0: Uh so Chris Middleton I'm looking at it. November 28th, Chris Middleton Middleton said that he's still hopeful of returning at some point this season, which he's 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 out for the year. (laughs)
3: Yeah, But why not just shut him down and just announce he's – and then get the roster spot and go find someone to play that position? They did. But they did get a roster spot for him?
0: Well, no, but they found someone to play. They got bees. Tony, Snell? Tony Snell, and, Snell and Michael and Beasley. Bees, they traded. They,
3: those are the two guys filling in for Chris Middleton. Get that those words out of your mouth. They Ooh, need someone who can that's act Snell. Snell's <laughs> oh. like Teen Spirit out there in Milwaukee at the BMO. Uh, J. Oh no, we're not talking about J. R. Smith. Real quickly, the uh, he J. hugged Smith Jason hugged Terry. Jason yeah, that was Terry. trying to play. It's By the time you listen to this, it's very old news, but it might be the best vine I've ever seen in my life. Just want to put that out there. Uh,
0: it's not as good as that kid saying LeBron James, but it's the second best, yeah. It I might think. be the greatest
2: <laughs> play in NBA history, however.
3: uh, Better than the Derek Fisher shot in the, the, the Spurs. You think Spurs? that's the greatest play in NBA history? I didn't say that. I just compared the two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. I. What's it thinking? does seem
2: like it does seem like J.R. Smith now. I mean, you know how they say like uh, a wounded animal is a dangerous animal, mm-hmm. like an animal that feels vulnerable. J.R. Smith is the opposite. Uh, a financially secure J.R. Smith is a dangerous J.R. Smith, and it it feels like Cleveland has been dealing with that by having LeBron just take him wherever he goes, yeah. like the World Series. Ohio State game. A uh, uh, Hillary brec- Clinton rally. Yeah, breakfast at his own house. And this is what happens when you aren't watching Jarrett Smith constantly. He will wander off the court <laughs> during a play into a nightclub. And uh, Did yeah. I read
3: correctly that Hillary Clinton said he looks good with his shirt off? Or was that one of those fake news stories? I don't know, no. know. Well,
2: you know, LO.co, where I do have a lot of invites, is doing a great <laughs> job of shutting down fake news.
3: Um, Sorry, there was a, just a very impressive uh, Giannis <laughs> block. That, we're, why, why, that why don't us. we always watch the, a game while we're recording? Because What's great so is seeing to talk about.
2: Greg Monroe is playing some quality fourth quarter minutes, and he, he'd he be a great addition to any team, right, Dave?
3: Yes, of course. I would love to have him play here at Staples Center for the Los Angeles Clippers. All right, you moving would. on. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: oh, there was something I wanted to talk about. Oh. <sighs> Uh, since we dubbed Bradley Beal the Scrub Lord, yes. he's been went all over the, the news. So well. He <laughs> also lord. choked, he choked a French guy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: We're I, talking about a player, not just a random yeah, diplomat in the Yeah, not a guy on the, the street, Washington not area. Gerard
3: Depardieu. <laughs> I mean, look,
2: Trump's xenophobia is sweeping the nation's <laughs> capital, but Bradley Beal is not simply a a, a hater
3: (laughs) i still think that if you're going to trade one of those two guys it's got to be bradley oh for
2: sure you got to trade the scrub lord
0: the
3: scrub lord (laughs) he's also playing better he's put up uh, sure he's still a scrub lord but you can't you can't you
2: not trade him for like a year what are the rules on that i don't know i mean he has a five year max deal (laughs) i think they can trade him starting december 15th yeah i think so but i think he's he's got to be a base year compensation player right is that still a thing, Joey? I don't know. God, why don't we have Larry Kuhn on this <laughs> week?
3: You guys, I didn't even know that restricted free agents can't play. Yeah, he the, did say that earlier. I was today. like, why isn't Monty Eunice playing for oh, the because Rockets? <laughs> it was like, he didn't sign Rockets. deal. Oh, yeah. Wow,
2: yeah, man. that that guy got an offer sheet from the Brooklyn Nets. It's amazing. Like,
0: Is Houston going to match that, Sean? What do you think?
2: I think they are. Uh, they're going to try to trade him. <sighs> they're going to Warriors, Mark Jackson, the center. Him. Yeah. Boy, that was not eloquent. <laughs> I, Warriors that, were really big on signing restricted free agents who really wanted to leave, leave. and then not playing them and then trading them for very little. They very did it little. to Larry Hughes. Uh they did it to Mark Jackson, the center. Um anyway. There's another guy they did it to. It's think. a real classic Warriors, old Golden State Warriors, Warriors move, move just just making every move out of terror or spite. And those <laughs> were the only two choices.
3: Very quickly answer this question. Do you think Monte Unis on the Nets makes any difference at all? Where I they go from good. terrible to not as terrible? I think
2: it I think it what I like about it is it's going to kill Boston Celtics fans. Yeah. Because there's such a there's such a like swamp of teams in the bottom six or seven in the league and a lot of teams that um will be tanking kind of unexpectedly. Like I, I expect the Mavs to kinda Gun for a top three pick. Mark um, Cuban yeah, he says said
3: he's said not, not going to do you. that though. Yeah.
2: Well, it's. I mean the the difference is basically last year. What did the Sixers win? Like twelve games. It's
3: twelve, something like that. Yeah, the Lakers and won seventeen. Lakers won
2: seventeen and were only second worst or second, third worst or something. Worst, yeah. This year, I think you could be the worst team in the league and still win twenty games. So, you know, say the Mavs don't even try to tank and just go five hundred the rest of the way. They're going to end up winning, like, 26 games. Don't the yeah. Celtics
0: also have the Mavs pick?
2: Oh,
3: it's
0: from the they Rondo lost deal. It.
2: Did they lose it last year or not? I can't remember.
0: Um, I need to not ask questions like sorry, that. Sorry. Never,
3: not. ever ask a question that requires Googling. Because then we have to stop recording. Can you look it up? We don't have a stat guy. We don't have a, anybody. A Tony Reale, if oh, you will. Yeah. Oh man! I always thought that Sean was the Tony <laughs> Reale of this podcast, but really he's the Woody Page. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, the problem is,
2: I keep <laughs> making these elaborate signs, and then I remember it's only a podcast.
3: Yeah. Also, you don't bathe most days.
2: No. And. Uh, and
3: you're on the street, uh, panhandling for change. It's weird. It's, it's my process. Uh, I think. Woody Page is crazy, by the way. But yeah, we're ES- not here to talk about ESPN personalities. <laughs> yes. um, why that not? is not what this podcast... This is not Richard Deitch's <laughs> media podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, Modi Eunice on the Nets could be an even bigger difference maker, I think, than even Tyler Johnson. Not quite as much of a difference maker as Alan Crabb, one of the other marginal players that the Nets threw a restricted those to. These
0: guys are good, man. Alan Crab like is not all playing guys. super well right now
3: though. Those Blazers.
0: Alan Crab's playing okay. Evan Turner's the problem.
3: Well Evan Turner's always the problem. Yeah.
2: What about Noah Vonley, Joey? You like Vonley? He
3: stinks. <laughs> He's bad. Uh you know what all stinks? The Minnesota Timberwolves. What's wrong with the Timberwolves? <sighs> I've this is You were really gutted by this.
0: Yeah, I've been thinking about a lot about this. It I heard someone say they were going to win 50 games
3: before yeah, this. season. Yeah, Tim Bontemps. Oh. oh, was it me? Did I say that? I can't <laughs> remember. I don't, yeah, I don't think he was being sarcastic or like trolling <laughs> you. you. know who said he, they were going to win 50 games? <laughs> Joey Devine.
2: Um, we picked them. I think all of us had them above 42 wins. Though, yeah, huh? yeah,
3: because you add a, a proven commodity coach – to a team with hot young studs, mm-hmm. especially Carl Anthony Towns, you'd think, oh, this is sky's the limit, but it's not. The basement is the limit. <laughs> what are they missing, Joey? Well, a power forward, sure. Um, you can't put Gorgie Jang there. Yeah, Roll recently extended before? Gorgie Jang. I mean, I, I like
0: Gorgie Jang. I think Gorgie Jang is a, a good third big, especially I don't I don't mind that contract either. But you can't play him and Towns together. It's wasting Towns if you're constantly playing Towns at the four. Right. Um, Also, I think Zach Levine's
2: the problem.
3: Interesting.
2: You don't like dunks, Jolly?
0: Yeah, I
3: love dunks. You don't like Swagger? I love swagger. You don't
2: like waving your hand at a ball handler instead of staying in front of him? Yeah, that's the thing I don't don't
0: like. You (laughs) don't like
3: biracial people? (gasps) Oh.
2: (gasps) Well, you were defending Tyler Johnson, so. Yeah. Yeah, All
1: right.
3: Uh, So what do you think that he lacks that they need an upgrade?
0: Uh, I think he wants the ball a lot. He's taken – both he and Wiggins have a tendency – to think they're like the number one guy when towns is the number one guy um but also that wait
2: do you think it's an alpha dog situation
0: no <laughs> <laughs> all right no uh and like they just don't know no one has made it clear to them that it's carl towns's offense so like is
3: that a tibbs problem or is that a carl anthony towns not standing up for him that's problem?
0: a it's probably a mix of both
3: right
2: but
3: yeah
0: levine reminds me of monte ellis like when watching monte ellis for a long time like oh you're best you you're gonna be best as a sixth man on a good team but you think you're the number one guy
3: for for everyone whose first episode of this podcast is tonight's uh joey thinks everyone is like Monte. no that's not true uh Jordan Clarkson Jordan Clarkson is Montelis like Montelis, Yeah, So many times. Yeah. He's way better
0: than Montelis. Uh I don't think you remember how good Monte was. You're
3: going to be eating crow soon. Buddy. sure. Sean, how do you feel about these Timbs? These Timbos, Timbo Wolves?
2: Uh well first, Jordan Clarkson is a great sixth man.
3: Yeah.
0: God damn right. That's what I was saying. Yeah,
2: like Montelis Yeah. Um <laughs> And I, I I I think a lot of the stuff about you know figuring out who like the lead dog they just need to pass to Towns more. Yeah. That's like, what I meant. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> but it's it's like the it's it's also a problem that the New York Knicks have where they have this this guy was pretty unstoppable. Didn't he have like forty seven in Towns had like forty seven and eighteen against yeah. the Knicks or yeah. something like
0: that. And Porzingis had like thirty something. It was like really awesome. That yeah. game was awesome.
2: So both those guys are and I don't I don't really think there's anything wrong with Wiggins and Anthony. They just need to run more plays for Towns. And then I mean Levine might Levine is a little overrated, I think, after being underrated. Yeah. But he's just um if I were running that team. I would be thinking of Andrew Wiggins as my two guard rather than my small forward. And I think he would I think it's easier to find guys to play the three than to play the two. Mm-hmm. And also Wiggins is perfectly fast and everything, so I would I would definitely be trying to I think it's much easier to get a three than a two. And so maybe Zach Levine is not the greatest long term Timberwolf. But coach? also, they have their third coach in, in yeah. Andrew Wiggins' career. Right.
3: Yeah. Uh, I th- speaking of coaches, the simple solution here, guys. The simplest. Fire Tibbs. Fire him and hire <laughs> Kurt Rambis to run the triangle. <laughs> Can you imagine?
2: Oh, my
0: God. Call
3: Anthony Towns the triangle. He's wow. the ultimate triangle player. That's what I mean. It'd be crazy. He just needs a little bit more junk in his trunk, and then he's the ultimate triangle <laughs> center.
2: Uh the other the other thing about the Timberwolves is that they don't have any veterans. Right. Yeah. Um or I they don't have any that problem. are good or play. Mm. So Brandon it's, Rush? you just it if you're looking at a team that God, I don't even I'm I'm not even thinking yeah, they have Brandon Rush, right? Yeah.
0: And uh Cole Aldrich. Oh, stone
3: call Steve Aldrich. Jordan Hill. Jordan Hill? Yeah, see, these are not like they're like, not guys who it's like oh we've really been to war in wars and battles and gone deep in the playoffs. I this mean, Brandon t-
0: Rush won a championship.
3: Sure, but is he really a leader? Like, it, it, I kind of feel I like I think people K- really G- like him. I feel like KG.
0: <laughs> well, I actually think Tibbs hurt himself by kind of pushing KG out. I think KG would have really helped here. This is what I was going to say before
3: I sneezed: was Kevin Garnett uh, retiring? maybe a year prematurely might have set them back. It's like if Kobe hadn't uh, played one more year for the Lakers guys, right? I mean, look at how well they're playing now because you got Because aren't.
2: their mentor was with them. Yes. for those.
3: <laughs> it's just like in The Empire Strikes Back till return of the Jedi where they had
2: to shove those guys into an old stinking Carcass bloated of carcass animal. of a career. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. and and then they were incubated in Kobe's belly, Kobe's gross stomach.
3: Are we following the right? Of is, are we yes. talking about alien tauntaun? now? i was talking about the
2: tauntaun. Oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is again. We've gone off on a tangent that no one, oh. no one listening to this okay. show is interested in. I would,
2: I would like to say I think the Timberwolves need to add a veteran who would actually play. Okay. Yeah. And that is that is I think the reason they let Kevin Garnett go because he Was I don't that, think he yeah. played a game after like Valentine's Day last year. Right. So yeah, somebody who could be a leader but also, you know, like run up and down the court for five minutes. Sure. And so so I think I think they they don't really have any reason to panic. Uh they are getting to the point where they're not gonna make the playoffs though. Yeah. For sure. They I still could put on a run. Like, like you could probably make the playoffs with, like, 42 wins in the West this year.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, I think there's, you know, with Dallas obviously being significantly worse. Uh,
0: Mike Conley has a broken back. Yeah, so, so Memphis is not going gonna fall. to
3: fall, right? Isn't it
2: crazy that Mike Conley has a broken back and they're like, yeah, six weeks. I would have <laughs> thought that's the worst thing that can happen to you. Like, that's what... That's what Bane does to you.
3: Yeah, but Bruce Wayne came back in six weeks from a broken back. Oh, you're right. He did. And literally climbed out of a fucking hole. So Mike conley But Azrael
0: had ruined everything.
3: That's in the comics. We're talking <laughs> about the movie. <laughs> oh, again, we've started talking about something that has nothing to do with basketball. I mean, this show, sorry, we're, we're tight. we are we're need Reel to be tightly focused we have as one, we normally are. We have two more important things we have to discuss, but they need to be very brief. Okay. Is Russell Westbrook going to average triple double this season, and is he the MVP? No, and of no. The okay. Why?
0: Because James Harden's been better already with already. almost crazier numbers. Uh, like a triple double is pretty tight and everything, but like uh, they're they're not going to win enough games. Okay, Sean.
2: Um. I mean, he's yeah. They're. The team sucks, so he won't win the MVP. All right, moving <laughs> on to
0: average a triple-double, though, Sean. Um, I think he might. Wow.
2: It's going to be tough to get the rebounds, but I have a feeling that, that – No, Oval the
3: rebounds
0: le- are the easy one. Yeah, it's, it's the, the assists. assists. <laughs> They're going to be super hard
3: because oh, they have, have to make their shot. He's
2: <laughs> going to have more assists a game than rebounds.
3: Really? Yeah. He's he such a great rebounder. He has the ball well, in no, his hand also, constantly.
0: No, but have you, have you watched any of those games yet? The big men are purposefully getting out of his way yeah, so they can get so rebounds. He had 18 the other day, and half of them were because Sabonis like, would just box his man out
2: so Russell could get the rebound. That's a weird way to run. Like, Do you think that helps them, that he has the rebound and now they don't need to throw an outlet pass? Yes. Or do you think it would be better if the big men simply got the ball and Russell Westbrook Was ran, ran towards up the, up the basket? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that got, might be yeah. more helpful. Much, much, much better. <laughs> um, I definitely expect this to be a chase, and I believe that the Oklahoma City scorers will probably be very helpful in his quest for assists. Yes. Mm. Oh, I wonder road. what the ro- home road split's going to be, but I bet, he, I bet he averages like two more at home than on the roadway.
3: Uh, finally, Draymond Green once again oh. is the uh, center of controversy related to the wild flailing of his limbs. Uh, he kicked James Harden in the head. Was it the head? The face. The face, somewhere around the cranial region, Mm -hmm. uh, and receives a flagrant one, I believe. In double overtime. Yes, in a very close (laughs) game, where Draymond Green was uh, without question the best player on the court for the Warriors. (laughs) He was amazing in that game. He had a great game. But now (laughs) we're all talking about how uh, he moves in such a way that it is unnatural. The unnatural uh, act rule is what uh, they're using as a cudgel against him. Mm-hmm. Um and Draymond Green had some things to say about uh kinesiology and how the body works. Yeah, mm.
0: the the NBA is essentially like uh It's Adam and Eve, not Draymond and Green. (laughs) Draymond Green's limbs. (laughs) I understand. It took me a second to
3: see how that related to what we were talking about. Uh But very astute comparison, Joey. Very nice. Uh, I don't understand how a referee can judge what is or is not unnatural. Just like, okay, when you play basketball – Your arms and your legs uh, go akimbo. They flail about. Mm -hmm. You can't always control yourself on the way up or the way down. So why swing the momentum of a basketball game because of such a, a, a weird judgment
2: call? Well, and something that you needed to watch... Five minutes of replay footage that to was determine. the longest replay
3: i've ever seen and then
2: that, that just seems insane to me that if you need to look at a play that long to determine it's a flagrant foul by definition it seems like it's not a flagrant foul
0: it was hilarious that reggie miller watched it for three minutes and was like why are they even looking at this and then went oh he kicked that guy. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I
2: would say that it is the perfect storm too of leg kicking Draymond Green and uh, you know the flopmeister himself. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say James, James
3: Harden, Harden. Like, can you really trust any contact situation? Featuring I think Brendan
2: Lynch would say no. No,
0: I think <laughs> I mean, James Harden
3: is in the Illuminati.
2: Oh, I mean, he's definitely in the Illuminati. Yeah. His, what's his number?
3: Thirteen. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's, he's an obvious <laughs>
2: Illuminati guy. Wow.
3: My <laughs> mind's blown. We got to have Brendan back on the show soon. By yeah, way, that guys. was great. Um, all right, so I think we're all in agreement that the unnatural act rule is bullshit. It kind of sucks. And Green uh, is being persecuted. I in this feel
0: tournament. like a homer, but yes.
3: I am not a Warriors fan, and I find it to be perplexing and unfortunate that this is a rule.
2: Yeah, it's just bizarre, and also, there can't be anyone who watched that game and watched all of the insanely tedious replay reviews about degrees of contact on a foul and thought that was good for the entertainment product.
3: No, it was awful for a great game.
2: I think they should just, to be honest, aside from uh, buzzer-beating shots, I don't think there should be any replay at all.
3: Um, I think maybe like, for a clear path, that's that too. I think you need to be able to re- replay a little bit and at inbounds. I like it when it goes off a guy
0: when they look at that. It just
2: seems like they mess that call up a lot of the time, even off the replay. It just or I would I would rather not wait for two minutes with a minute and a half to go in the basketball game. It just, I mean, it's also my feeling about jump balls, my controversial feeling about jump you balls. Know,
0: Sean hates jump balls. Yeah,
2: because a ref can't throw the ball straight up in the air because you know why? They're crooked. They're all crooked, <laughs> okay. so they can't throw it up. Okay. But yeah, when was the last time you saw a really good, clean jump ball?
3: In uh, the GM.
2: 70s? Yeah, yeah, a video game or the 1970s.
3: Or maybe Hoosiers, the movie? Yeah. Uh, we got to take a quick break. I'm sorry That's to okay. cut you off, but we have bills to pay. Uh, which it's very important um, that we welcome our new sponsor. It's an exciting new fast food restaurant that's open now in the Bay Area, but by this summer it's hoping to expand to Los Angeles, San Antonio, and maybe eventually Cleveland. It's called McConnell's. Patrick McConnell's, to be specific. White guys on Twitter were very excited by the pr- uh, preliminary rollout this summer. It's a low-priced alternative to a normal fast food establishment with an emphasis on fast. Say your town got a great new restaurant, but to clear space, they blew up every Del Taco, In-N-Out Burger, and Carl's Jr. within the city limits. That's when it's time for McDonald's and its brand of replacement-level cuisine. Patrick's specialty item is the one-eighth pounder. Yes, the burgers are a little thin, but in two or three years, who knows? Maybe they'll put on the weight that they need to be a legitimate food option. Can you supersize your meal? No way! Maybe if someone buys out a larger meal at the trade deadline. They also serve chicken mo Buckets, which are a bite-sized piece of breaded chicken shaped like the thing on Moe Spates' head. And the McGee LT, JaVale McGee's personal burger. Supposedly the hot parts are served separately from the cold ingredients, but you can't really count on JaVale to know where everything goes. McDonald's is the perfect place to eat for people who have a five-star restaurant next to their house, but they've become so accustomed to years of bargain hunting that they still get excited about cheap discoveries. Even when it's an almost guaranteed disappointment in its first year of operation. You can eat there for a day or two, especially at the end of a road trip, but honestly this is no substitute for a real meal. Is there a dollar menu, you might ask? No, there is not. But there is an Iguodala menu. And trust me, if you saw last year's finals, you know that the easiest way to get stuffed is with the Iguadala menu. Unfortunately, upgrades to the rest of the franchise have made it so some of your beloved McDonaldland characters are, are no longer there. Like the Black Falcon and Brazilian Blurdy, or everyone's favorite alt-right Australian, Andrew Grimace. He's named after the face he makes when a woman is talking. Don't worry, kids. They still got the nut... (laughs) Don't worry, kids. They still got the nut burglar, Draymond Green. Patrick McConnells. Have it your way for 10 to 12 minutes a night, if you're lucky. Thank you to Patrick McConnells for uh, sponsoring today's episode. I hope to get one of these... um, uh, uh, mcgee lts that i've heard so much about <laughs> um they sound delicious but uh you know inconsistent
2: you got you can't rely on them really yeah they're mm. fun though the
3: cuts of meat are 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 sometimes lopsided they're very long they're long <laughs> but not you know effective
2: you gotta just dunk them in some of their premium sauces. Oh I man, think. I love a good sauce. Hey
3: you guys,
0: not to interrupt, but uh, can we talk about my favorite thing in the world? Yeah, of course. Sam Hinkie. Oh uh-huh. baby, <laughs>
3: uh, Samuel <laughs> Samuel Hank is in the news
0: again. Oh, I love Sam. Everybody knows. I love comparing people to Monte Ellis. And Sam <laughs> Hinkie. We should have
3: called this podcast Sam's Club, because we talk about <laughs> Sam Hinky every week, He's baby. He's not even in the league anymore. Oh, a lot no. of
0: Hinck pieces. <laughs> uh, so, Sean... Uh, no, sorry. So, there was a huge piece in Sports Illustrated this week about what Sam hinkie has been up to. And um, I actually... I know a guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I got an audio recording of Sam hinkey reading the Wait. piece out loud, Wait. and Wait. I've edited it together. What? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh my god. Yeah. So. What a steal! This is this might be the first time we ever break any news. Yeah. And none of us in this room are journalists, so <laughs> that's
0: so weird. Uh, so, and I've pulled some of my favorite quotes that I think we should play and then talk about. I love um, this. I love this idea. All right so
2: i'm currently interested in um machine learning artificial intelligence cross-pollination of different industries i'm on a non-compete until the end of the season but i'm viewing this as my gap year
0: so that was sam hinke uh talking about how he's really interested in machine learning and artificial intelligence and referred to this as his gap year the Dave, whole, how the, do you feel about this? The whole <laughs>
3: article, the whole profile—it was a, a well-written piece, great. But yeah, Chris it, Ballard, really well-written. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shouts to Chris Ballard and at Sports <laughs> Illustrated. But uh, what the fuck is wrong with him? Why does he sound like <laughs> he's a he's a college sophomore who maybe got into drugs for a second and is like, I need to take a break from school for a while and go discover myself. Uh, machine learning and <laughs> artificial intelligence are are as far from basketball as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, does this guy like basketball or sports or does he just like using athletes like but chess? pieces? Sean,
2: what do you think? Well, I mean, he was a former high school athlete. Uh, he was an undersized football player and he played basketball. Um, I think we'll actually get to this a little later in talking about his sports career, but, uh, it is weird that he seems happier about robots than human beings and that is generally <laughs> a quality that a supervillain has.
3: Is is Sam Hinkie Anthony Hopkins from Westworld but a basketball general manager? Yeah, I mean,
2: well that's why the players are constantly on the the DL because he's got to take them back. the factory he's like ah we got to put gestures in nerland's noel and then (laughs) he won't share the ball anymore and they're like what are we doing oh he remembers all the losing (laughs) that's what's making him angry at the team all right
0: uh you guys want to hear another quote of course they do
2: in the silicon valley disruption is expected here no one tries to replicate the status quo or um embrace average here, companies operate for years without showing a profit, for better or worse.
3: Uh, I don't like the idea that uh, uh, NBA teams uh, can just be shitty because that's what he says. It's like, oh, you just gotta wait. Uh, failure no, but he's th- saying that as a
0: positive
3: that, like,
0: he—that's what he likes about Silicon Valley as is like fail- Failure doesn't exist.
3: Yeah, but what I'm saying is that. <laughs> <laughs> but because, because he was a, because, because he was an executive for an NBA team for many years, multiple NBA teams uh, for many years, that he's saying that he wishes that losing was more acceptable in basketball. Yeah, which yeah. is th- th- it's not the same thing. Profitability <laughs> versus winning games. Like you can be a profitable enterprise and be terrible.
0: But also Philadelphia of all cities does embrace losing. Just they embrace trying over losing. That's the exact point of fucking Rocky.
3: <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> they have a statue
0: of a loser. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you'd think he would be able to like sell that. But that's that's what really you notice in this in this profile, is that I don't think he understands human emotions. No, I why don't think people so were upset. Now, granted, I did in my NBA column this week. I did write about how I think that tanking is a good thing, but I think that this is just hoo ha and malarkey and nonsense. I think tanking is fine, but like using uh, computer simulations and statistics to justify it is just silly. I mean, they. they-
2: took centers three years in a row with their lottery plan. That's And neither of those
0: centers were Kristaps Porzingis. Yes. (laughs) And
3: now they have to figure out what to do when Nerland's Noel comes back. And and only Embiid, the one that they want to keep, has any value. The other two have no value.
2: The whole idea of going against the status quo is that you don't pick a 22-year-old, you know— college senior like Michael Carter Williams with one of your lottery picks. Like
0: Yeah, you take Giannis like
2: take someone risky if that's really your plan and you believe in going for stars. Like they're
0: what if they had Giannis and Porzingis? They could have that.
3: Yeah, I mean (laughs) that's the thing that I think is perplexing about the process is that the process (laughs) implies that they're going to be so bad that they can accumulate all these great players but really, they've only drafted one great player, and he didn't play for two years. Because Jared
0: Bayless is still their second best player probably, right? Or Robert Covington. Yeah, I
3: think Covington is number two until Noel comes back. Jesus. <laughs> S-
2: Sarich is tight? I mean, like... I mean, like Robert Covington, when it, if you build that organization into a playoff team, Robert Covington has been released 18 months earlier, yeah. and you look back and you're like... That was when we turned it around. When we stopped settling for Robert Covington. <laughs> All
0: right, uh, let's play another one, huh? This okay. is a good one. Okay.
2: Why do we watch basketball games front to back? Why not watch games back to front or out of order?
3: The, the, again, like <laughs> what? Not believing in the in in narrative and stuff. Okay, sure. Like great, that's awesome for like making a film and editing it and like. I'm gonna mess with a montage and, and 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 editing things out of order. This is a basketball game. It has to be watched in order. But so does a movie. Like, no, <laughs> like no. Did they, you see they... Memento, bro? Yeah, but it,
0: the story still has a beginning, middle, and end. They just tell
2: it out of order. Like, <sighs> does Sam Hickey maybe not believe in the linearity of time? Because that like would in make Westworld? sense for Like Westworld. I'm thinking, again, maybe maybe we are looking at a Westworld kind of situation. I there. think we are. Like, that's why Brett Brown was replaced, because he got too close to the host. Oh, well, no, I'm no, sorry. Brett, Brett Brown still Brett there. Brown is a host. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they brought in the Colangelos. They're like the corporate overseers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. This is, I can't I, believe it. Wha- who's going to watch a basketball someone, game isn't
3: backwards? He? What do you learn from that? It's just someone being contrary. It, yeah,
2: it's you're just being an asshole when you say that. Right. Why do we watch basketball? Why don't we watch them back to front?
3: Why don't the players wear their jerseys backwards? Why
2: don't we? Why do they call it a? Th- why don't we have a four-point line? Why do they call it a driveway when we park on it, but you drive on a parkway? <laughs> My mind is fricking blown, dude.
3: Uh, let's play another one, huh? Okay. Let's let's get through this.
2: People who first meet me are often surprised. Um, I'm funnier than you might expect. Um, For example, I once said, if Pop turns David Lee into a great defender, he's a wizard and we should burn him.
3: I don't think that's funny. It's not funny. That is really. that's not. <laughs> that that's not just an funny. observation.
0: We are hilarious, and we know what's funny, and that is not funny. Yeah, I think <laughs> after
3: eighteen episodes of this show, we can all say that we're funny, on some level. Some level. That is not. I mean, th- th- that that's not why. Why did? Why did? Why is that supposed to be a joke?
2: Also, clearly,
3: people in the NBA are funny. Yes.
2: Like, the NBA is hilarious. Yeah, Most that's why we started this funny. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he, I don't think he's even funny for a basketball general manager.
3: No. No, not at all. I haven't closed. And, you know, he, he mentions in this quote that they use uh, to illustrate him being funny, a joke about an actual funny coach yeah, yeah. in Greg Popovich, who has a great sense of humor.
2: And I have I have a feeling the only reason he had that wizard line ready to go was because of Tim Duncan's tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, he is clearly wizard friendly. So. All right,
3: let's do uh, let's do one more. Okay. And let's get the hell out of um, here because uh, Sam Hinckley's, uh southern uh, twang is driving me insane.
0: Before we read one, I just want to bring out there was a really funny little detail in here mm-hmm. uh that when uh sam Hankey was in high school as a high school a five nine high school basketball team uh basketball player
2: he wore jump souls shoes <laughs> uh, jump souls being the shoes that you wear and they're supposed to improve your vertical leap yeah I uh, the ones
3: from seinfeld yes. yes 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 <laughs> that's an... who let him do that what coach was like? You know what, son? Just go out there with some coasters on your shoes. That's fine. sole shoes are essentially
0: tanking your entire life, <laughs> <Yeah>. though. <laughs> <laughs> in hopes that you'll you'll be able to dunk years from where yeah. the tanking time you your point them up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good God. It's like okay, my life's gonna be real bad for a couple of years here, but then I can dunk and it will be fucking awesome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you realize that Sam Hinkey does think he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth because uh, he thinks that intellect is is the new driver in society, did not he, class.
0: Wait, did he say that? Do we have a do Oh, we, we have do, a quote? we do. Yeah, can we play that?
2: I feel like I was born on third base because I consider intellect, not class, to be the new driver in society. It's like he didn't just pay attention to what happened in the presidential election.
3: <laughs> yeah, class is actually very important.
0: That entire quote runs counter to what just happened in it's, this he, country. This is
3: a person who exists it just in his own head. Yeah. He's, I don't think he uh, <coughs> perceives uh, uh, what happens outside, st- uh, any outside stimulus, the way that you and I do. Mm-mm. I think he's crazy. <laughs>
2: Um, I think we should give one more quote. This one's specifically for you. Yeah, let's play one more. Uh, it's from Sam Hinkies. is obsessed with Kobe Bryant. The single metric I wish we had is the sum total of the scores of every game you ever played. One-on-one, two-on-two, your little sister, your kids, five-on-five, scrimmages, preseason, playoff games. I don't know what that would say, but I suspect it would be awesome. I suspect it would say that Kobe Bryant is Genghis Khan.
3: Kobe Bryant is playing children and your sister and dominating them? Is that what he's implying? It's like, no, oh, You know he, what? When he no, goes out there, he's no, dunking on no, people. No, that's crazy. No, what he's
0: implying is insanity yeah. because he says he wishes he could look at the stats of every basketball game anyone has ever played.
3: Yeah, but my point is that, <laughs> that those games that he's talking, oh, I wish I just had stats on Kobe playing... Uh, Kobe at uh, seven,
0: the time Kobe first played basketball, he wishes he has stats yeah, Again, he ass. thinks these <laughs> like, are Westworld bots.
3: No one cares. That doesn't count at all. <laughs> that's like saying I'd also like uh, statistics on every single time he practiced, how many shots he made. No one needs to know this stuff.
2: Well, that's why they're like monitoring. They definitely tried to make players constantly submit urine samples on that team really when they took, oh yeah they, they yeah. d- tracked track sleep they tracked
3: us to, all the time food uh, all of it yeah that's treating human beings like
0: cattle uh, he thinks it's a vid- he thinks life is a video game it's okay oh, you just gotta
2: to... man i did approve of him comparing kobe bryant to Genghis the Ghan- greatest murderer in history
3: yeah he raped and pillaged many nations I think he's
2: except for Eagle, Colorado. We're
3: well, talking about Whoa. Genghis Khan, not Kobe. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's
0: what I was saying. Roll it back. Yeah, Genghis dude. Khan did not rape and pillage Eagle, Colorado. Roll it back,
3: dude. You're you're treading on dangerous ground right here, man. Uh, I I think the great takeaway here, the thing that we should all be the most terrified about with this profile, is that. Sam Hinkey has gone to Silicon Valley and fits in. Yeah, People are like, yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about and is perfectly normal.
2: This is why California shouldn't try to secede from the United States, you guys.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't want uh, uh, any of those like Silicon Valley pirates running this state or this country.
2: Just obsessed with bots and life extension technology <laughs> the whole time.
3: I don't like it at all.
2: They don't even like food, like oh, Sam yeah.
0: Hickey you know, for sure is on that soylent stuff, right? Uh, oh yeah, I mean he he talked you about. Think
3: he'd be in better shape if he was on the soylent.
2: <laughs> there is a great part in the article when um, a bunch of the people in the league try to convince him to like get in shape and run a marathon, and he's like, nope. <laughs> 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 and then there's a lot of references to him ordering food from Grubhub oh, in Philadelphia. Yeah
3: okay uh the last question i have to ask on this topic is why are we fascinated with this person and why and this is something that the article addresses is why is there a cult around this guy even though he's this is the rantings of a madman
2: it's it's because he's likable and harmless i mean he's like harmful in a general sense but he is like (laughs) I mean it's hilarious though. Yeah. I love it. it I'm still crazy. obsessed with it. It was also very sweet <laughs> that it turns out that his philosophy for like the hardened trade and going all in on stuff is just based on him basically quitting school for a year just to try to get his wife to go out with him and marry him. <laughs> and that, that like that's this, like this he seg- really did he tanked his academic career to land his wife.
3: The segues into my absolute final question on this topic, which is him being married means that he has intercourse with yeah. another human being. How efficient is he in bed?
2: You know what? I think he's I think he's got like one thing he does that works pretty well, but he just that's what he he's going to do every time.
3: So it it's sort of robotic and uh paint by numbers joey what i do you think, think? He, i
0: think he could probably i bet his stamina is really good because he's thinking about numbers all <laughs> <Yeah>. the time <laughs> uh, so i bet he can go a while uh-huh. uh
3: but then how does he reach completion if he's constantly thinking about numbers
0: uh he doesn't he just promises completion he's like he's like oh, oh yeah, next year it's gonna be great <laughs> Does he have kids or no? He's got four kids. Okay, so it's something. Yeah. Is no,
3: there I mean, a he's reason just he has four kids. Uh, there it's probably the most is like optimal a... number. No, that's the... what I mean. That's why I was asking. Uh, well, cuz the... you can get in bulk at Costco and they all get in portioned out.
0: <laughs> My question is I do like the idea like as a thought experiment of having any uh, of having like a lifetime's worth of stats of something. Oh yeah. Uh what if you could have your personal stats on anything what would what would you like to know man
3: personal stats on anything um maybe like the most dodger dogs i've ever had in one sitting
0: yeah i'd like to know lifetime How many pieces of pizza I've eaten and (laughs) how many times I've burned the roof of my mouth. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What's your true eating? Yeah, my true (laughs) eating percentage. How
3: many times have I fallen asleep with the DVD menu of Fight Club on? Yeah, I don't do that much (laughs) anymore. But there was like four years around when I was in college where I did that a lot. The, the exact opposite of what we just talked about <laughs> is the wokest coach of the week, which oh, right. is Steve Kerr, who is smoking weed for his back problem <laughs> instead of taking pain pills. Yeah, Steve Kerr is uh, fucking into weed. He's God's green. I, I said via text that we should, we should rename him Steve Kush because he loves Dat Kush.
0: I mean, the best thing that happened in that group text was when Sean – mentioned that the reason they didn't draw up any plays in game seven of the finals is because Steve Kerr was drawing a doobie on the whiteboard. <laughs> no, he was he
2: was using it to roll a doobie. <laughs> there is all this shake block of the plays. So like, Oh no just And forgot. Steph's like, I think he said to throw the ball behind my back out of bounds and Kerr's like, Oh no,
3: it was too sticky <laughs> Is that why he forgot to take Anderson Varejao out of the game? Yeah,
2: well, Anderson Varejao was actually his dealer. Yeah, that's... that was the oh. transaction. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he's and he said Vicodin's worse for you than pot. So he's also critiquing uh, our nation's prescription opioid. Dependency. Here's
0: my question: Is are NBA coaches like having
3: some kind of woke off <laughs> to does, see who's the most woke from week to week? It does seem like they're. Uh, <laughs> Performative in their uh, their commentary these days, almost like you know maybe someone on Twitter who's trying to show off. We how woke should they maybe
0: are. keep a scorecard of the most woke coach if this yeah. is going to continue. Because right
2: now, I believe it's Stan uh, Van still. Stan Van he was the most. He only, he denounced his own fans. Yeah,
0: he and denounced himself. Oh, he also right. Denounced he his also own. yeah. He also copped to using posse as a term. Yeah. Un, uh, totally un- No one asked him. He just did. Yeah, <laughs> so no. I,
2: I have I have some future woke NBA coach possibilities. Oh, okay. I just want to rattle them yeah, off it's right it's here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Brad Stevens might use a post-game press conference to denounce the Trans-Pacific Partnership.
3: Okay, that seems reasonable for him. Not out of character.
2: I do think the Celtics themselves are very into uh, outsourcing. It like, does, see, it does yeah.
3: seem like. And stockpiling assets.
2: Yeah, uh, Eric Spoelstra. I could see him revealing that he's an undocumented immigrant from the <laughs> Philippines <laughs> and uh, his belief that had there been Obamacare, Hank Gathers would have survived.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why D- Hank, this is like the eight episodes in a row.
0: Sean Hank is Gathers.
2: obsessed with
0: Hank Gathers. Well, because Eric Spolcher
2: was on the court when he died. It's a weird.
3: <laughs> it's tragic is what it is, <laughs> <Yeah>. Sean. <laughs> um, this is like when I make Lynn Bias jokes. I yeah. should stop doing that, too. <laughs>
2: Uh, so yeah, I, you I guys guess I have kind of
3: woke off. Who's the least woke? <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: I could see Rick Carlisle coming out in favor of reparations.
3: Definitely. Yeah.
2: And then um, Frank Vogel taking a two-week leave of absence for the Orlando Magic because he's going to Standing Rock.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, who's the least woke coach? Before we move on, least woke coach. I want to. I'm gonna go with. It's a shame that, that uh, Phil Jackson is not coaching because I think he would be, but who's an he, actual current no, coach? But he wouldn't be
0: because, like, he's least woke sure now, but, like, there was a time where Phil he was Jackson the was the most woke. <laughs> yeah. Well, that
3: just shows you how far we've come as a society. Yeah. Uh
2: I mean it would be Scott Skiles I think if he were still coaching. Yeah, Byron too. Scott
3: would be on that list of least woke people. Well, Brian bet-
2: Shaw actually really has a lot of trouble relating to millennials. Sure, he's so not very
3: woke. He doesn't even know what woke means. I bet um
0: for some reason I think uh Terry Terry Stotts? Terry Stotts he doesn't yeah. seem that woke. <laughs> he does live in Portland. I know though. that's against the thing. his will.
2: <laughs> he lived in Atlanta.
3: Yeah, I think maybe Scotty Brooks, not super woke. Uh, I I would say that, yeah. D'Antoni, I don't think is, like, woke like this. (laughs) Yeah,
2: he's he's woke in, like, a guy who, like, D'Antoni lived in Europe, so there's certain ways where he's, like, totally woke. He's like, yeah, 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 man, and you know, free the nipple, uh, more classic quality. Uh, drink, drink, He uh, was probably using hot of, sauce earlier. Than yeah, yeah. Players. drink wine in the afternoon. It's yeah. all
0: good. But also, he has like a problem with the Jews or something. Yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I could
2: also see him being like, like unable to understand why all lives matter wasn't. A correct thing to say too. Yeah, or he's like, "Look, I just support everybody."
0: I don't understand. He would have
3: voted, probably voted for the Brexit if he could have. He had a (laughs) he had a mustache for a long time. A little small tiny. He
0: needs a mustache. Sorry to. No, this is fine. This this is the kind of stuff. This made me fucking furious watching the Rockets (laughs) game the other day. I still see a mustache when I look at his face. It's
3: because he has those little tiny lips.
0: He needs a mustache. Yeah. It is infuriating. There's no definition. In to fact, his mouth. I want to start right now a <laughs> oh, movement. Joey's really oh, I want to start a movement. Everybody, join with me. I'll figure out a hashtag or something. We're going to get DeAntoni to grow that mustache back.
3: Free the mustache. Hashtag free trust the, mustache. The, trust trust the, mustache. the mustache. Trust the <laughs> stash.
2: Stash. Draft and stash. Stash some assets. Stash the stash.
3: No, (laughs) unstash the stash this is yeah unleash this dash
0: where he needs to grow that mustache okay. back it, sen-
3: send us some suggestions on Twitter? i was like
0: seeing that he had it until dave pointed out that he didn't have it it's, and it was like i took the red pill in the matrix <laughs> and now i cannot my br- i can't turn my brain off
3: it's sort of like when when i take off my <laughs> wedding ring and there's this like a tan where my ring used used to be there's a tan on his lips. It, he needs the fucking mustache back. Please it fr- is infuriate. I'm I'm upset. It's like you know Tom Selleck is currently on the show Blue Bloods on CBS. He doesn't have a mustache either. Mm. How do you think I like that? I don't like it at all. So, <laughs> if you have a suggestion for what this hashtag should be, please tweet at us yeah. at Round Rock Pod on Twitter or email us. Uh, at roundballrockpod at gmail dot com because I think that we can all as uh, three millennial uh, social media influencers mm-hmm. uh, shame Mike D'Antoni into growing his mustache back.
2: I think we could do it. I think we can do it. Oh, by the way, speaking of social media, I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, one of our listeners,
3: right, Jeremy?
0: Uh, well, if we're gonna do that, first let's start with uh, we got an email, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's open the mailbag, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mail time. Mail uh, time. Christian emailed us this week. And, Just one name, Christian. Yeah, and uh, he's currently... Um, uh, Unemployed? He, no, he. Okay. I think he goes to Cal State Fullerton. Oh. And he wants us to rank... Uh, the notable basketball alumni of Cal State Fullerton. Uh, and Sean, you, I think I think you're the right man for yeah. this job. Uh,
2: so it's a pretty easy list. Number one, Cedric Sabalos. Definitely, yeah, good All star, jet ski, dunk, dunk champion, former Laker. Uh, loves yeah, the jet ski cut by the Lakers, uh, traded by the Lakers for Robert Ory because he missed practice for jet skiing in Arizona. Mm. Is jet skis correct?
3: are sick, so uh, that's a shame.
2: <laughs> uh. Number two, Bruce Bowen. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Lockdown defender, three-point expert. Super dirty. B-squared. Dirty player. Yeah. Had a real
0: bad ESPN podcast.
2: Bad to the Bowen. (laughs) All
3: right. No comment.
2: Nickname of the week. Bruce bad to the Bowen.
3: I like it. Were okay. we supposed to do a, a recurring nickname? I don't week? know. Keep going. I don't know. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Move on.
2: Don't look back. We yeah. make <laughs> our uh, own <laughs> rules. <laughs> <laughs> number three, uh, Mark Stein, the Stein line. Oh, oh no. the oh, yeah, reporter, Steiger. ESPN's uh, uh-huh.
0: excellent basketball reporter. He's great,
2: yeah. And last, I'm going to say Bobby Brown, the point guard. Uh,
0: what number is he, though? I, uh, 69, 69. I mean, 69
3: okay. Whatever. It ends at 69. Nah, One, two, right. 3 69. Yeah. Um... That's cool. Good list. Cal K- State flirted. I wish Bobby Brown, the singer, was on that list, but fine. Yeah, it's um, his prerogative. But shout out his to Christian. Thank you for your great email. Yeah,
0: and if you want to email us, keep email uh, the like send us emails. We want to answer your
3: questions. Yeah, send us emails. I don't care if they're spam emails. I just want to see a notification on my phone that says we have a new one. It makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me feel wanted and desired.
0: Now, yes. What, what we have now? another fan to talk about. And this guy, oh, the super fan.
3: This is definitely our biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go
0: out of my way to thank Dubaru on Twitter.
3: Yeah, shouts <laughs> to at Dub-A-Roo. Uh
0: who amazingly we were joking with him and asked him if he remembered the Warriors record because he was like housing these podcasts, mm-hmm. and he didn't remember, and then went back and listened to it, and his girlfriend. Asked him seven times what he was doing, <laughs> and he wrote out a list of the. He took notes of what the Warriors' record is. Uh, let me find this tweet real quick.
3: This is also the guy that said that his he was quoting uh, your your famous catchphrase, right? You see the guy? Yes. Yes. He.
2: What is your? He's our catchphrase biggest again, Joey? Yeah, what
3: is your Hi. Good- you don't even do it at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> I'm. I, I You gotta sometimes. know this is about branding. I understand it. Sean understands it. Yeah.
2: So Dubaru figured out that we were um, through episode seventeen. The Warriors were eleven and five. So
0: now they're twelve and five, because they did not lose to the X Files.
2: Oh, they did defeat the X Files. So they yeah. <laughs> are currently twelve and five. The Spurs are one and zero. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they defeated the Defenders of the Alamo. In case you missed that. Hard five. But at Dubaru, yeah.
0: So thanks, at Dubberoo. I
3: highly encourage anyone and everyone listening to this podcast to do the exact same thing and re-listen to all of them. You can also
0: send, if you want to send us uh, uh, Don Pardo names you want to hear, we'll take those. We'll send them,
3: we'll give them to Don Pardo. We'll give them to Don. Yeah, Don will receive your suggestions and he will choose to use them as he sees fit.
0: And also, if you want any quotes you want Sam Hinkey to read, mm-hmm. so you can yeah. send us that. <laughs> if and you have any
3: Illuminati uh, conspiracy, send those to theories? Brendan. Send those to send Brendan. Brendan. Yeah, <laughs> at Bryn Danzig on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> and
0: let's.
2: I also, wanted to, I also want to to say uh, our sympathies go out to former podcast guest Sean Green, uh, the injury to his co-star and best friend Rob Gronkowski. Oh God, yes, week. get well soon, Gronk.
3: That's right. Do you think that they correspond? Like I
2: talk. Mean, he has a sports gambling podcast. Gronkowski mysteriously is missing the end of the season. I don't know. I mean, what do you think Brandon would say about that?
3: <laughs> I think he'd say there's a connection. Yeah, I think so. All too. right. Who are the Warriors playing this week, you oh, guys? Come on, we were talking about Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> That's a basketball thing, right? No. Um the Warriors I think should play a team that uh is all about coming together from different backgrounds, different classes. Different uh, socioeconomic uh, sort of uh, perspectives to find commonality and to join together as a group. Well, yeah. we
0: did have someone on Twitter did recommend a oh, team yeah. like that at oh, one yeah? point. Tell me more. at yeah. uh, Juniper Scribe, once suge- well, a long time ago, su- uh, suggested that maybe perhaps the Golden State Warriors should play the Breakfast Club. Does oh. that sound like that
3: fits the bill, there, Dave? Like from the movie and not the radio show.
0: <laughs> I mean, I yes, the okay. movie.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm into I, that. That's great. Yeah, all There's right. Five of them. Yeah, it's a perfect sort of one to one comparison. I want to even the, the playing field, though. I don't oh. think they should be playing basketball. Well, yeah, I don't think Molly Ringwald. Has I think a they should. The OSFS
2: be. Emilio does not have the height.
0: I no. think Adam Silver has shoved the the starting five of the Golden State Warriors into detention on a saturday oh, what because a draymond green was kicking people this is not woke and is forcing them to write an essay <laughs> and i think it's an essay off
3: so it's a it's they're writing uh, joint a like fall five of them write one essay or yeah each? just like the breakfast Club. okay okay, okay. Uh, which that
0: essay about uh, the breakfast that letter the breakfast club writes by the way some of the worst writing I've ever heard it's <laughs> How long is it? One it's paragraph? Like two sentences it feels like. Well, what's
3: fascinating to me and this is, real quickly, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but every time someone in a movie or a television show is uh, supposed to be writing something the writing is always terrible mm-hmm. uh, No one watches The Affair on Showtime, but it's about a novelist and his novel fucking sucks <laughs> <laughs> It's just like someone wrote out the transcript to a Red Shoe Diaries episode, and that's the book. Anyway, I, right now, am on the side of the Warriors defeating the Breakfast Club.
0: I also think the Warriors are going to beat the Breakfast Club. (laughs)
2: Let's match them up, baby. Okay, so we got – We got – So the the Breakfast Uh, Club. So we
3: got uh, – Yo, yo, we got a –
2: Okay, so – Draymond Green clearly the Judd Nelson. Clearly the Judd Nelson. Oh yeah, he's wearing 100%. finger gloves. One hundred
0: percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh man,
2: Steph he would. Curry he would. Is, he would so play in finger gloves Molly if he Rimmel, could. Right? No.
3: Um, yeah. 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 Sheedy is Clay Thompson. Yeah.
2: <laughs> obviously the weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Clay has a bunch of stuff in his bag, just like that. He also eats pixie sticks. Yep. Uh he's also probably painted his nails with white out uh-huh. a lot. Definitely. So Kevin um,
0: Durant is Amelia. Yeah.
2: Because he did once tape Jeff Green's butt cheeks together <laughs> too, in the locker, <laughs> and that's why they had to trade him.
0: And I
3: guess that makes Zaza Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, I maybe. think
2: that's <laughs> I think that's Macaw, dude.
3: No, Macaw's not in the starting lineup. No. But it's it's we We're almost, playing the crunch time lineup. Oh right? then it then it would be Oh Hickle Andre
2: Andre all, uh, no yeah. Andre is Anthony Michael Hall. Okay, all right. <laughs> Andre Michael Hall. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of a nerd, right? He's into like Andre's kind of
3: a He's light years ahead. He was wearing that V R helmet and playing golf. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. Right. <laughs> we're on board with this. Here we go.
2: Okay, so so do you think that the Warriors end up confronting personal traumas in their past like the breakfast club did
3: oh like
0: the time they lost uh up 3-1 yeah like everybody has the same <laughs> yeah.
2: revelation which is we blew a 3-1 lead last year and Durant and has it's that because, too
0: and it's because clay uh brought pot to the detention oh he brought pot to detention yeah. <laughs> that's right
2: and uh draymond accidentally breaks a glass wall by screaming at it because of his pot super strength yeah <laughs> Actually, they would review the tape of that and the NBA would be like, I don't understand how he flagrant fouled. Uh, this, is this is unnatural. This is unnatural that act. that screaming would shatter <laughs> a glass. Like, do they know how pot works?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely they don't. Yeah.
2: Um so is I would say that definitely Adam Silver is the principal. Yeah, he's yeah.
3: playing Jeffrey Because Jones. the the yeah. NBA yeah. office
2: the just in In the same way that the referees protected Michael Jordan throughout the 90s, uh, they believed if you mess with the ball, you get the horns.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. so which, what's you know, oh, I just, oh, and
2: JaVale's the janitor because he's really good at you know garbage time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, so in in terms of the breakfast club, though, are they just writing the essay from the movie? Or are they writing a new essay? They're writing a new essay, They're for sure. A new About essay. blowing a 3-1 lead in the finals? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's crazy how the Warriors and the Breakfast Club are basically the same thing. <laughs> it's remarkable. Shouts to uh, uh, the guy who suggested this again. Uh, Juniper Scribe. Juniper Scribe. This might be our finest hour as a podcast. Discussion.
2: So here, here's what I think the Warriors issue would be. Dear Mr. Adam Silver... We accept the fact that we had to sacrifice some of our max contracts into tension for whatever it is that we did wrong. Okay, for Draymond kicking people constantly. But we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms and the most convenient definitions. But we found out that each one of us is a heady player, a girly basketball player. A traitor, a thug, and Clay Thompson. (laughs) Does that answer your question? (laughs) Sincerely yours, the 2016-17 Golden State Warriors, aka the Supervillain Club.
3: I think they have to win. I
2: think
0: they win. That's yeah, beautiful.
3: yeah. Uh, I think that's the it's episode. It's unanimous. Yeah, they won. They, they won. won. They no won. question about it. 13 and 4?
2: 13
3: and 5. 13 and 5. God, uh, Dubaru
2: is going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we're already forgetting. We're them. already <laughs> getting a Dubaru's best. Can they Our... win 73 games? We will find out as we go through the season.
2: Yeah, we're only, you know, we're only...
3: We're pretty lined up with what the records are. <laughs> that's actually. true. That's true.
2: We only have to do sixty three more podcasts, and we'll no. find out.
3: So in about in three years, <laughs> we'll see if they can break the record. Uh, that has been our uh, episode. I, I now that we don't do the sh- the, the call outs for social media. Well, I review, guess.
0: review on iTunes. It helps. We're, yes. We want to make money on this thing eventually. Great review. Subscribe. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: share download. it with your parents. Your parents yeah. love us.
0: Yeah, share it with your friends if you like. If they like basketball, if they don't like basketball, whatever.
3: Yeah, I don't care if they like basketball. They'll still think this is uh, fun. Frankly,
0: I don't even like basketball.
3: I am <laughs> just doing this for the paycheck. Uh, anything to promote.
2: Billy on the street Tuesdays on True TV.
0: you
3: yeah. Sean.
2: Same with Billy. Uh, Headlining the punchline, Tuesday, December 20th in San Francisco.
3: And uh, please read my uh, NBA column, uh, which I wrote about tanking and how it's awesome and uh, how the Wizards should trade Bradley Beal to the Mavericks. For who? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I just just think Bradley Beal would be dope on the Mavericks. (laughs) All All right, right, guys. Trust Trust the 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 process. Trust the process.